Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on my Elevate podcast. So in addition to the awesome interviews, a few times a week, I come on here just to share some quick thoughts and tips I think will really help you in a practical way, either your business, your mindset, or even your health. So while you're waiting for your Starbucks or picking up the kids or maybe just brushing your teeth, these are good quick hits to help you get on your way. Happy Friday, everyone. Hope your holiday season is going incredibly well. I am all about it. I am in my Uggs today. Don't hate me if you think Uggs are stupid. I do know they're not as like fashionable at the present moment as they have been, but I'm never giving them up. I'm recording from my home office today. Um, You might hear some pounding in the background. I'm in the middle of a big project at my personal house. So not only am I working in it, I'm living in it, but we're keeping it real over here. So disregard if you hear a little bit of pounding and other things going on, dinging in the background too. This is real life. So today I want to uh, talk to you about something that I feel strongly about that is a way to help mitigate your risk, make all the money you can on your investment deals and is just flat out simple, like common sense And yet I am seeing people still making this like really, really silly mistake. And so, um, and I personally have had some fallout from somebody doing it in my sphere. So I just felt like, let's bring it up. Let's talk about it. And then you'll never do this in your own life ever again, if you've been doing it, or if you're a newer investor, you'll just learn from the beginning to do it right. That is walk your damn projects, people, before you close on them. Not only before you close on them, before you contract on them. If you are buying properties from either agents in your market or other market or from sellers unseen um, where they're sending you photos or, of course, wholesalers send out all the deets and the photos and you are still buying property site unseen today, that is like the silliest mistake or potential money coster ever and it's not necessary. And here's the three reasons why I am telling you, you absolutely must, 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 must walk your subject properties before you contract them. Number one, if you don't, you are flat out lazy. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to start there. If you are willing to go buy an asset that is going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and you are not willing to go take the hour out of your day to go walk that property, I'm not sure you should be doing this. Like it's just flat out lazy. There is no reason. And I know that everybody has pictures online and you can check the tack record and all that stuff. I actually don't care. Here's why. There are things that you cannot see in a photo. You cannot see functional obsolescence. You can't see where you have to go through the bedroom to get to the kitchen or that, you know, there is like this room that's floating in the middle of nowhere and it makes no sense. These are things you cannot see typically on photos. Number two, there is structural things that are really hard to see on photos. Foundation stuff, right? Water damage tucked in places you couldn't see. Wires sticking out of places they shouldn't be. Shoot, there can be burnt trusses that are in houses that you can actually see evidence of. And yes, that does happen, especially in more distressed properties. People do things in homes that cause things to catch fire. Uh, You can't see that kind of stuff when you are not 
on property. So you need to go. If you personally cannot go or you're a remote investor, whatever else, then you absolutely need to have your contractor, your project manager, your boots on the ground, somebody going and walking that and giving you either a detailed report if they are capable of that and have that skill set, or if not, literally FaceTiming you as you walk through it so that you can see everything that's going on. Don't be lazy. I'm going to end it there. It's just like, it should be just real estate investing 101. Number two, marketing has changed. Now, I've said this before in other podcasts. When things shift and people get squeezed, you see what's on their inside. Good people that want to build and build right and work harder do things better. People who have always been a little on the edge in terms of maybe their ethics or how they do things, maybe a little shady, they get shadier. People who are looking for solutions find more solutions. People who have scarcity mindset get more scared. And what do scared people do? They don't always do the right thing. So what is happening now? I am seeing this in my market where uh, some of the wholesalers in particular, and this is not everybody, there's tons of really good wholesalers. I am not slamming on wholesalers, but some are starting to send out marketing packages with information that is either missing on purpose, or it's just being fudged a little bit. And if you're not paying attention, well, that's a problem. Here's two perfect examples that I have seen recently. Number one, a property that I uh, was involved in as a lender, the uh, purchase, the person remodeling and everything else that I was lending on purchased it, um, had you know full photos and everything from the wholesaler, relied on the photos, didn't go walk it, thought they knew better. And guess what? This particular property had part a small part of it that was in, you know, what you would call like normal distressed shape, like stuff that's like, oh, yeah, the bathroom doesn't look good, but it's easy to remodel. Uh, some of that tile's all right. The toilet's okay. You know, like a, like a beat up house, but not horrible. Uh, your basic remodel. Maybe even gut the whole bathroom, but that's okay. Those pictures were in the marketing package. The other parts of the house that were not in the marketing package were horrendous, okay? There is all kinds of things going on this house that go far beyond a cosmetic gut rehab. It is got some serious, serious issues, and I'll leave it at that. Now, that buy is a mess. Uh, They're going to have to work through it. But you know what? It could have been easily avoided had it been walked. It would have been so obvious. The purchase price would have been radically different had that person walked. They thought they didn't need to. They thought they had the information. And you know what? So there you go. Number two, I'm seeing people sending comps out in wholesaling packages. And of course, you know how I feel about that. Everybody needs to run their own comps, do their own comps. But they're throwing in things as closed comps that just aren't matches. Like, for example, one I saw yesterday that tripped up somebody that I was working with. And they said, oh my gosh, there's a model match here and it's so good. What they didn't know, that model match is on a double lot. Okay, now, obviously you don't have to go walk the properties to see that. But if you're not gonna be in the details, it would have been something you would have noticed very quickly. Like, wow, this is a, this one, the one I'm gonna buy is 6,000 square foot and the house next door is a 12,000 square foot lot. You would have noticed it, right? Again, that's something you can pick up just on your computer. But I feel that the marketing of things, uh, for some people, distributing information has gotten a little shadier. They're, they're, they're 
They're they're puffing things a little bit more. It's always been like that, but it's even more like that. And you just really can't depend on secondhand information. And you shouldn't from anyone. Goes back to number one, don't be lazy. Do your own due diligence. But you need to be walking it. Don't be depending on photos and drop boxes and that's all and you just buy sight unseen. Okay, number three, and this one we've talked about too, but in the context of this, the market has shifted. It is no longer that you are buying a house based on comps plus, at least comps, comps, but before you could buy it at comps plus 20% was your target ARV. Now it could be comps minus 20% depending on your market. And the margin for error is much, much thinner, right? It used to be if you bought a house and you made a mistake and it was a 15,000 miles make or you didn't catch that X, Y, and Z needed to be done on this house. The windows were all shot. You needed a window package or, you know, the roof looked good in the pictures, but you got out there and you're like, wow, it's actually trashed. We need to put a new roof on. That $15,000, $20,000, $25,000 mistake, a lot of times could get made up for just based on how fast the market was appreciating. There was so much float in the deals because of how good the market was um, that you could get away with it. You also could get away with putting stuff on the market uh, that wasn't quite right or needed attention, and the buyers would deal with it because they had no other choices. Well, those days have long gone. Now buyers are looking at what's the best house for the best price. And if if your property either uh, is not priced right because you had budget overruns and you have to price it at X to get out whole, or you decide to go the other way and you're like, I'll stay on budget and keep my sales price right, but I'm gonna cut corners, the buyers aren't having it. They don't need to. They've got choices. They hold the power. So this market is not going to forgive the mistakes that the market of the last you know, eight, nine years did. It just isn't. So with those three things in mind, if you're going to be playing the investment game, either as a buy and hold investor, a flipper, or even as somebody who's house hacking, getting into something, investing, and then moving down the road after you've lived in it for a while, whatever your model is, do yourself a favor and do it the right way. Treat this like a professional job, buying a professional asset that you would go and actually take a hard look at. There's still too many people that are buying sight unseen. Now, there's a couple of exceptions, and I will say those because I know some of you are screaming at me through your phone or your speakers or whatever else, that I always buy sight unseen, it's not a project problem. Well, here's, here's a couple of exceptions. Number one, if you're buying it so damn deep that you've accounted for anything and everything that could possibly go wrong and you've built in your you know 20% contingency and you're buying it pennies on a dollars, then yeah, okay. You know what, if you know your downside is you're gonna have to rebuild the whole damn house and you're still gonna be okay, then fine. Buy it set and seen. Number two, this is probably the more likely one. If you have bought and sold so many houses in that particular niche, pocket, area, subdivision, development, whatever you wanna call it, and you know firsthand exactly what the issues are on these, exactly, you know, oh, yep, I know I'm gonna have to replace the sewer line on this. The roofs are always shot. There's always this room that's off the corner. Oh, I always know in this floor plan, I bought 10 of them that I have to relocate the plumbing here or do that, then yeah, that's a different story. You're building budgets based on deep experience of homes in that area. And you also have deep contingencies for all the things you know could be possibly wrong. Then in that case, it just might make sense. But for everybody else, the 99.999% of you, it's so important. 
By doing this one simple thing, you can literally save yourself so many mistakes, so many headaches, so many heartaches. Um, you'll, be, you'll be so glad about that. And I'm gonna take it one step further. In today's market, again, where there's inventory sitting, actives are sitting, you know, pendings might've gone pending, but it took 60 days. Take the extra step. And if you can get access to those homes, especially if they're vacant, obviously, but even sometimes if they're occupied, there's open house or something, go walk those properties so you know exactly what your competition is before you get into the deal. Sometimes listings look a whole lot better in real life than the pictures are, which is a travesty. Again, people should be getting professional photos right now, but that's another podcast. Um, but sometimes they're better. A lot of times they're worse. And so, you know, you as you're determining your values and your comps and where you want to be with finishes, that's so important. You can also look at things that sold quickly, you know exactly what that buyer in that niche is looking for. You have a, a model match or a square footage match. You can look at those finishes and go, okay, this is where it needs to be for me to land at this particular price point or price per square foot. Um, we all know that comping right now is more challenging than it has been because the market continues to shift. So take the extra time when you go look at that property and if there's a few homes around there that are going to really help you dial in your valuation, do that. Um, and then last thing always, you know, this is another podcast too, you might wanna adjust down for some, uh, some cushions. So if you're still in a deteriorating market, you might wanna put it at comps minus 10, 15, 20%, depending on how long your hold time is for your remodel. Um, and, and you know, what is happening in that pocket. So kind of went off track there a little bit, but it has to all do with getting really good eyes and taking really good mental notes or even handwritten notes, uh, computer notes on what your competition is doing so that you can be the best looking thing priced in the best way so that that buyer in the market that is so, so picky right now that has choices is going to choose you. All right, you guys, that is my two cents day. Get out of your office, go look at properties, go walk them. I wish you the very best. If you found value from this, I would love for you to like, subscribe, leave a review, share it with somebody else, um, and uh, be well out there. Do good in this market, find those great deals, build your wealth, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on my Elevate Quick Thoughts. If this spoke to you, I would be so grateful for you to give me a quick review and even better if you would share it with a friend. I'm here three times a week, so I look forward to catching up with you on the next one. See you soon.